Carol Ames. Who were the Trench sisters? Guy asked, and Rosemary asked, Who was Adrian Marcado? The Trench sisters, Hutch said, were two proper Victorian ladies who were occasional cannibals. They cooked and ate several young children, including a niece. Lovely, Guy said. Hutch turned to Rosemary. Adrian Marcato practiced witchcraft, he said. He made quite a splash in the 1890s by announcing that he had succeeded in conjuring up the living Satan. He showed off a handful of hair and some claw pairings, and apparently people believed him, enough of them at least to form a mob that attacked and nearly killed him in the Bramford lobby. You're joking, Rosemary said. I'm quite serious. A few years later, the Keith Kennedy business began, and by the twenties, the house was half empty. Guy said, I knew about Keith Kennedy and about Pearl Ames, but I didn't know Adrian Marcato lived there. And those sisters, Rosemary said with a shudder. It was only World War II and the housing shortage, Hutch said, that filled the place up again. And now it's acquired a bit of a grand old apartment house prestige. But in the twenties, it was called Black Bramford, and sensible people stayed away. The melon is for the lady, isn't it, Rosemary? The waiter placed their appetizers. Rosemary looked questioningly at Guy. He pursed his brow and gave a quick head shake. It's nothing. Don't let him scare you. The waiter left. Over the years, Hutch said, the Bramford has had far more than its share of ugly and unsavory happenings, nor have all of them been in the distant past. In 1959, a dead infant was found wrapped in newspaper in the basement. Rosemary said, But awful things probably happen in every apartment house now and then. Now and then, Hutch said. The point is, though, that at the Bramford, awful things happen a good deal more frequently than now and then. There are less spectacular irregularities, too. There have been more suicides there, for instance, than in houses of comparable size and age. What's the answer, Hutch? Guy said, playing serious and concerned. There must be some kind of explanation. Hutch looked at him for a moment. I don't know, he said. Perhaps it's simply that the notoriety of a pair of trench sisters attracts an Adrian Marcato, and his notoriety attracts a Keith Kennedy, and eventually a house becomes a... a kind of rallying place for people who are more prone than others to certain types of behavior. Or perhaps there are things we don't know yet, about magnetic fields or electrons or whatever ways in which a place can quite literally be malign. I do know this, though. The Bramford is by no means unique. There was a house in London, on Prade Street, in which five separate brutal murders took place within sixty years. None of the five was in any way connected with any of the others. The murderers weren't related, nor were the victims. 
nor were all the murders committed for the same Moonstone or Maltese Falcon. Yet five separate brutal murders took place within sixty years, in a small house with a shop on the street and an apartment overhead. It was demolished in 1954, for no especially pressing purpose, since as far as I know the plot was left empty. Rosemary worked her spoon in melon. Maybe there are good houses, too, she said. Houses where people keep falling in love and getting married and having babies. And becoming stars, Guy said. Probably there are, Hutch said. Only one never hears of them. It's the stinkers that get the publicity. He smiled at Rosemary and Guy. I wish you two would look for a good house instead of the Bramford, he said. Rosemary Spoon of Melon.